0: now blaine kylo hi blaine how are you
1: martin i am so excited because yeah. it's uh it's almost halfway to the end of the year halfway a little more than halfway through the month to Christmas time.
0: Yes, yes, Christmas, Christmas, and and we've been talking about Apple computers because there's a Apple One that's going uh, up for auction and the bidding ends tomorrow and it's probably going to sell for about $750,000 and it's got a lot of people excited about things like ColecoVision and Intellivision and that always reminds me of Christmas, all these little, you know, these, these old video games and I'm guessing if you hear those names like ColecoVision, uh, what gets you excited when you think about Christmas and you think about those kind of old, cool video games? Well, I've got great history with the video games. I played them, the Intellivision, the
1: ColecoVision, go back even further to the Atari, um, and excellent and amazing memories, playing them with cousins and siblings. You know, gathering together around a TV and fighting over the, the one controller that you had access to and playing those pixelated experiences. Games have come a long way since then, Martin. They're not quite what they used to be.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I remember being in a mall in Toronto playing Pong for the first time, and it blew my mind. I thought this is the coolest thing ever. And uh, yeah, so things have come a long way, especially when you look at a game like uh, like Witcher, the, the new. Now explain this game because uh, there's like a new addition to it and it's absolutely free, right? So people who have bought uh, Witcher 3, uh, it's like getting a whole new game for free, right? Yeah, this is the thing, because the technology is changing
1: so rapidly, it's giving developers and publishers an opportunity to kind of update older games to make them look better, and then give us excuses to spend money on the games that we've already spent money on. Um, And The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, is the latest. This is from CD Projekt Red, based on the novel series of the same name. Some people might be more familiar with the Netflix series that stars Henry Cavill as the titular Witcher, Geralt. Um, And so what's happened is the original game was released in 2015. It still remains one of the best role-playing video game adventure games that you can get. But now it's got this visual upgrade and it looks absolutely stunning. So the, and, and you're right. Anybody who already owns the Witcher three wild hunt on an older system can get an, the next gen update for free. If you don't have the game already, this is your excuse because you can get the complete edition, which is designed and mastered for PS five and the Xbox series X and S. the new consoles. And it's not just a visual update. You also get some downloadable content and um, some additional things that have brought, been brought in for the complete edition. So a really good excuse to replay this game if you've already enjoyed it when it was released in 2015 or to try it if you haven't played a Witcher game yet because it's the best in the series that you can get. So an excellent Christmas gift. It absolutely is. Yep. And especially if you're getting yourself a Christmas gift. That's
0: right. <laughs> of course, because that's very important. Um, so is, is uh, Witcher 3 like the top game for Christmas? What's the, the big biggest game this Christmas season?
1: Well, it depends on the flavor of your experience. And I would say that some of the games that were recognized in the Game Awards last week might be bigger. So The Witcher is a really good role-playing game experience, but Elden Ring, which was a big winner in the Game Awards last week, Uh, it was released earlier this year, but also a really fantastic role-playing game, a little more modern, a very different kind of experience. It's from, from software and it's a little more intense, um, and a very epic story. And if you're looking for an adventure game, well, God of War Ragnarok for all of the adults out there, that's going to be the best game for Christmas, uh, also got a whole bunch of awards at the game awards last week, including best actor for Christopher Judge, who some people might know as Teal'c from the, the um, wow, I can't even remember the name of the series now. It's just jumped right out of my head. Um, can't help you. <laughs> it's going to come back to me, but Christopher Judge has found new life as Kratos, the god of war. And the new game, Ragnarok, picked up a whole bunch of awards, including one for him for Best Actor. Those are two really good games for the adults. Mm -hmm. But Nintendo's got some good games too, also uh, recognized in the Game Awards. The best family game is Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is an amazing platforming experience. The best multiplayer game was Splatoon 3, which is a super fun little multiplayer shooter designed for kids. You're not shooting guns, you're shooting paint pellets and trying to cover the ground with different colors of paint. And then Ubisoft and Nintendo's collaboration, Mario and Rabid Sparks of Hope, one for best simulation strategy game. So it's not all about the adult, crazy-themed, um, hardcore experiences there are lots of things for kids too.
0: Right. And I guess video games nowadays are like the new movies. So it makes perfect sense that the game awards should be really big because you do have, you have actors in them. You have voice actors. You have, I mean, there's all sorts of different categories. So, How big are the, I guess these game awards are getting bigger every year.
1: Yeah. Like millions of people watch the stream of this thing and it's, you know, they do it live in LA, but they also stream it on all the different platforms and you're not wrong. Big actors are stepping into these roles. Um, some of the notables include Norman Reedus who was in Death Stranding and it was revealed last week that Death Stranding 2 is in development. Idris Elba is now appearing in the downloadable content expansion for Cyberpunk 2077 alongside Keanu Reeves. So there are some big-name actors that are finding their way to video game acting.
0: Okay, well, let's talk some consumer tech. Uh, Blaine Kylo is our guest, um, and it's Christmas, so everyone's wondering what are are the big things. But um, one of the things you wanted to talk about is, is Apple Pay. Um, because every time I just got a new phone and, uh, I don't use Apple pay, but I'm being worn down. They keep asking me. So I think I'm going to start. Well, here's the reason why you're going to want to consider it because,
1: and this works in both Apple pay and Google play. Um, I discovered I were, I'm about to go on vacation, taking off for a couple of weeks, going to Florida with the family. Last week I found a suspicious transaction on my credit card. And so I had to cancel that card because there was a fraud on it. A week before we leave for holidays, I now have to get a replacement card. Now, banks are pretty good at FedExing cards when you need to, but what I learned is that because I had put that credit card into my Apple pay account, when the old card was canceled, The banking system automatically issued me a new card number so that I was live in the system and that new card number automatically updated in my Apple pay. So even though I didn't have the credit card, even if I was getting on a plane the next day to go on vacation, I could still use that card because Apple pay automatically updated the card information when the bank canceled the old card and issued me a new one. Wow, and that's, that's great timing because you're going on vacation. It was a seamless experience. I was able to, within five minutes of getting the card canceled and reissued with the bank, within five minutes I had the new card information on my phone and I could use it to make transactions with. So Apple Pay, Google Pay, these are really interesting opportunities for us to be able to make payments and I discovered also to have access to our payment
0: systems, even when things might not go our way. Another way that cash is disappearing. And tomorrow on the show, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, the cashless society and where we're headed. Uh, but uh, in terms of tech, um, it's Christmas. I mean, what, what are the cool things that you are looking at uh, this Christmas season? What's a cool present that somebody can buy somebody really quickly?
1: Well, I would say always look to subscriptions because that's something that you can give to somebody that gives them a wealth of opportunity and it gives them something that anybody can have. So whether it's Netflix or the Xbox Game Pass, any of those subscriptions um, provide lots of entertainment value to anybody.
0: That is a great idea. My son for my birthday bought me uh, a gift subscription a bunch of months for the Criterion channel. Which oh, is, that's
1: a good choice.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 one of those things you wouldn't necessarily buy for yourself, but the Criterion Channel shows a lot of old movies, and uh, I am totally hooked. So uh, yeah, that's a that's a good idea for a gift.
1: It's, it's a great it's a great idea. I think that Criterion is a good one. Shutter is another one. Some of these online video streaming services that provide really exclusive, sort of niche. Um, experiences, uh, are, are, really good options. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what do you want for Christmas? Um, I want two weeks in the Florida sunshine playing with my kids and that's what I get as of tomorrow morning.
0: Well, I, I wish you the best and good luck with your, with your new credit card. <laughs> and, uh, Blaine Kylo, uh, has been our guest and, uh, thanks for, uh, a, a great year here on the shift. Thanks, Martin. Have a great holiday, everybody.